great you're awesome god we you're so holy god we thank you this morning thank you for your holy word father right now we speak matthew 6 33 we seek your kingdom this morning father right now your holy kingdom kingdom right now father your righteousness right right now father we take time to put the armor on father we didn't put it on this morning father put the helmet of salvation on our head right now in the name of jesus protect our minds father right now let our minds be saturated with your love this morning jesus right now we put your breastplate of righteousness on our chest we're righteous because of you Jesus hallelujah Lord we're righteous and we pick up your sword of the spirit which is your holy word father right now defend off the enemy father we know the enemy comes to kill steal and destroy father according to John 10 10 father right now we pick up your shield of faith father this morning father to block all the fiery darts the enemy is gonna send this morning father right now put the better truth around our waist this morning father your word is the truth father right now holy holy truth right now your word is the truth Jesus hallelujah Lord we put the shoes for the preparation of the gospel on our feet we walk the gospel out this morning Father, we praise you, Father. The gospel of peace, right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father. Right now, Jeremiah 29 11, Father, you had a plan and purpose for each one of us, Father. Right now, a plan to prosper, not to harm, but to give us a future and a hope, Father. Right now, Lord, we stand on your holy plans, Father. Right now, your divine pl plans, Father. Right now, Lord, we lift up everyone here, Father. Open up our hearts this morning, Father. We surrender, Father. We lift our hands, Father, and surrender this morning, Father. Right now, we surrender. Have your way, Father. Your kingdom come your will be done hallelujah lord we praise you this morning lord you're so holy holy god holy holy is your name jehovah right now jehovah we worship you this morning holy god with us thankful for this time holy right now lord have your way jesus right now in our service right now open up the blinded eyes father that not are not open yet father that they may see to worship you father right now to surrender this time to you father have your way in our our, our, our service this morning father right now lord 
You're so wonderful, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. You're so holy, God. You're so holy, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise your name this morning, Lord. We praise your holy name this morning, Lord. And we're just a thankful and grateful, Father. Have your way in our service this morning, Father. Have your way with the pastor this morning, Father. Right now, Lord, to speak your word, Father, boldly, Father, right now, Lord. And we're just a thankful and grateful. We get to sit in, sit in your presence, Father, right now. Your Holy Spirit, Father, guide us today, Holy. And we're just a thankful for this time. And we surrender it to you, Father, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen.
Let's do that bridge again and go into the chorus. With a cry of praise. With a cry of praise, our hearts will
finished yet we're going to do communion but before we get started i want to do this one little thing y'all ready god is good and all the time amen come on put your hands together for jesus oh god we just thank you so much this morning as we get ready to Take communion. If you don't have the elements, you can raise your hand. Our ushers will go around and they will uh, give you the elements. <laughs> I love watching Mama Lowe's kiddos just grabbing the communion. They're like, they know what to do. Thank you for this time, God. I was telling some brothers out there in the foyer, I said, you know what? 
makes us different or sets, it up, sets us apart from others is that we rejoice in our sufferings. Right. Is that we rejoice in our sufferings. We don't hide them. We rejoice in them. God is good. And he is faithful. Mark 14, verse 22, it says, While they were eating, Jesus took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take it, this is my body. Lord, thank you for your body, Jesus. Thank you for your body that was crushed on the cross. You endured so much pain just for us, Lord. And your thoughts and your mind was on God and on us. So, Jesus, we thank you this morning for your ultimate sacrifice. At this time, you may take the bread. Verse 23 says, Then he took a cup. When he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. He said to them, Truly I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. So have fun, Mama Lo. <laughs> Amen. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. So at this moment, you may drink of the juice that represents the new wine. Lord, we thank you for your blood. Thank you for your blood, Jesus. The blood that cleans us, the blood that makes us new. Thank you for your blood that heals us. Jesus, thank you for your blood. Thank you for the ultimate sacrifice that has made us righteous and in right standing with our Father in heaven, God. We thank you. And we do this in remembrance of you, Father. <laughs> Knowing that we can't wait to do it with you in heaven one day, face to face, with our friends and our family. God, we thank you. And we love you. And we will not finish, God. We will not detour, Father. We will continue running the race. We will continue running, God. We will do everything according to your plan and perfect will, Father. God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen. Come on, let's worship God.
Holy, holy, holy. Come on. Oh, he is so good. You know, I love when it says in there, it doesn't matter what season's coming, he's good. When we change seasons, he's good. It's a perspective change. That's all it is. It's a perspective. What looks to be bad, he's still good. But we got to change our perspective and put our eyes on him. And we put our eyes on him, he'll show you what's good. He'll show you every day what's good. It doesn't matter what's going around us, what's happening around us. He is still good. He is the reward. He is the reward. In this circle of life, he is the reward. We were formed in his presence. And, And he brought us here. And our reward is going back to him. I mean, come on. And we got to get excited about that. Because when we get to go be with him, that's the reward. That's, that's what we're searching for. Is, is thank you, my, my faithful servant. Mm. Come on. And that's what we celebrate this morning. That's what we celebrate this morning. So, Father, we love you. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you that you're with us in the, on the hilltops and in the valleys. We thank you that your arms are always wrapped around us. Father, we thank you that we can climb up in your lap and call you daddy. <laughs> and you'll wrap your arms around us and love us. Even when times don't seem so good, Father, we're so thankful that you are there to comfort us and love on us and cheer us on and move us forward, Lord. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you that we get to come worship you this morning. We thank you that we can come together as a family and worship you. So, Lord, we ask you to have your way today, Father. Touch each and every heart in this room. Touch each and every heart that's watching online. Father, Father, touch this family, Lord. This morning, have your way in everything we do. Father, we surrender it to you. And we love you, Father. We give you all the praise this morning, all the honor this morning, and all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, let's get loud in here. Come on, let's lift up a shout. Let's lift up a shout to him this morning. Come on, Lord. We love you, Father. (laughs) Come on. So good. So good this morning. So good. Thank you for being here with our family this morning. Please take a moment, go around, say hello to somebody. Love on them a little bit. If you hadn't seen them in a bit, love on them, and we'll be right back. Whew. Good job. Come on, that was so good. You just leave it right there. You did good. I'm going to move this probably. Come on, brother. That was awesome, dude. Come on, brother. Come on. Um, I don't know. I'll figure it out. What's up, brother? <laughs> yeah. Check, check, check.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. Come on, y'all. Get excited to be here this morning. Man, welcome to Destiny. So glad to see everybody's faces this morning. I am DJ along with my beautiful wife, Jules. She, <laughs> we, get, we get the honor to pastor here at Destiny Church, and she's, so, she's showing me nine. She's showing me nine. That's, that's nine centimeters for my, my, my daughter. So we're having a baby soon. Come on, y'all. Keep praying. That's nine. I need one more, Lord. Come on. I'll be in the middle of preaching. I'll just run off the stage. So y'all, y'all just hang in. It might be a short day today. Because he's he's about, he's about once that comes, you better watch it. If you interrupt me like that, baby, it's over with. So I'll be you get a picture real fast, we'll throw it on the screen. You know, uh you know, ain't nothing like adding to the family, y'all. Ain't nothing like adding to the family. Come on. So good. So, man, I'm excited to see everybody. If, if you're new to the church, if this is your first time, first time in a long time, please fill out a connect card for us so we can reconnect or connect with you. Uh, we just want to pray for you, or tell you about the church, whatever it is, but we can't do that if you don't fill it out. Um, so like I said, we're not going to bug you, but we, we, need to, we need to be able to contact you and thank you for being here. If you need one, they're out at Connection Point. An usher will get you one. Connection Point's a big wooden desk in the foyer. Just go out there, fill one out, and turn it in. We'd love to, to reach out to you. If you want more information about this and about what's going on here, just download our app. We have an app out there. Um, you'll see it across the, the church. It's an app. They're, they're not, they're, look, there's a change of plans today, so I'm talking, and there's nothing on the screen because I just went back there and said, I'm changing everything, and here's Scripture. So I said, you need to put all this Scripture in there real quick. So she's working hard and diligent. So if you need that, go ahead. I'm going to give her a chance. But we do have a word this morning um, from, from Ms. Judith. So she got a word this morning. I want her to come on up and share it right now. Come on. Thank the Lord. I don't always understand some of the words that he's, he was telling me, but as we, I was praying this morning, he said, praise God. He said, my glory has fallen. Come on. On this place. Come on. And that we have been tried and tested. Come on. And he is pleased with us. That's right. And now he has his mantle upon us. Come on. And I had to ask Pastor Bo about the mantle, and he can probably, they can tell you more about that, but it's, it's something I can't explain at the moment, but it is a point in time where I think he has set something new upon us, and we're going forward with it. So thank the Lord. All right, come on, come on, come on. Let's give it up for Miss Judith. There you go. Let Brother Bo speak to that. I want to give an explanation to because she, Miss Judith, came and asked me about mantle. And the first, as soon as she said mantle, my mind just went straight to the story of Elijah and Elisha. Elisha got the mantle from Elijah, but the only reason why he got the mantle is because he was standing in the right place when it fell. That's right. He stayed the course among all the trials and hardships, and among all the testing and the doubts. And the critics, he stayed the course that God had laid out for him when he burned up the yoke of oxen and, and laid down everything to follow the will of God, which was for him to, to walk and wash the hands of Elijah. And because he stayed the course, it fell upon him because he was where he was supposed to be. That's right. God is 
And I've said this from the beginning, God wants to give us the glory. He wants to give us the pouring out of the Spirit. But we have to stay the course, and we have to be standing there when it comes, Mm -hmm. or it won't be on us. That's right. It's our responsibility to stay the course, and and that's awesome. So that's what I heard when when she asked me about mantle. And I felt it run all over. I told her, I feel that. Because it's about staying the course. Come on. And standing in the place that God has ordained for you to be when he wants to give you what he has planned to give you. And you cannot receive it if you don't stay the course and you're not standing where you're supposed to be. That's it. So that's, that was my interpretation of what she said. Awesome. Come on, come on, come on. Thank you, Judith, for being obedient um, to what the Lord's given you. And I tell you, it's a, um, man, it's one of these Sundays where, uh, you know, and, and I know there's, there's a lot, there's new people in here. So if you don't know, I'll just share with you. Uh, Mama Lo, she was our family pastor. People are like, what's a family pastor? She's, I, I ordained her as a family pastor about three weeks ago. <laughs> so she was our family pastor. Um, and uh, she was formerly before that was our children's pastor at Destiny Church for several, several years. Um, and after a, a year battle with pancreatic cancer, she went to be with the Lord yesterday, just yesterday. So uh, what you see up here, is you see children, you, you see children worshiping the way they were trained up to do. You, you see children doing what she poured into them. And I love the mantle thing because when we talk about the mantle and I see that, we are staying the course. You know, I think she was the missing link. And, and, and when she said, okay, now, now she's with Jesus. And it's like, guess what? I've trained you up. She goes, I've trained up the children. It's time for me to go. And guess what? We're staying the course. We're not going to miss a beat because she's, she, guess what? She's just as excited as we are. You know, she's just as excited as we are. And, 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 and she's celebrating and she's worshiping. I told everybody this morning, I said, she's not going to out-worship us this morning. Like, like, we, we, we're going to out-worship her this morning um, because she's with Jesus and she is just worshiping him and she's praising him. Um, and, and, and look, and, and it can, and it's an emotional time. And that's, as a family, guess what? There's a season for everything. There really is. And it's okay to cry and it's okay to mourn. There's nothing wrong with that. But I want you to know that after a year, she's done all that. And and guess what she's doing now? Now she's worshiping. And she goes, you know what? We've done all that. Okay, so so she is right where she meant to be. She is right where she was seeking to be her entire life. Okay, while she was here, we're all trying to get there. And she's there and she's just saying, come on. Like like she's waiting on us. She, she really is, and, and, and she loves us, and we love her. And so, so you need to understand as a family, okay, we, we've been dealing with this, and, and we're going to continue to deal with it, and it's okay. So don't feel ashamed if you're, if you're hurting. But that's, what, that's why we're family. We wrap our arms around you. We love you through it. Uh, we, we, we walk through this. We've been, we've been through all kinds of loss this year, uh, and guess what? We're still staying the course. So, so thank you for that word because we're not, we're, we're not going to hesitate. We're, we're not, we're not going to hit a speed bump. We're going to continue to do what he tells us to do. And we're going to stay the course because we're trained up the way we're supposed to be. We have a foundation now that's bigger than anything. It can't crush it. There's nothing that can stop our foundation because we poured into that. And we've been talking about it. We've been believing it. We've been walking in it because that's what it's all about. So guess what? Today's, today is a day to celebrate her life. I'm telling you because what you see here, without her, this could not have happened. I'm telling you, without, without her, she, she stood beside me the whole way. I've known her for, man, since we moved here, to, since in 2010. We've been, we've been family before church was even involved. So we were family before either one of us was in church. 
So she was my biggest supporter. So I absolutely love her. And, and, and you know what? And, and she is doing what she wants to do right now. And I was waiting. I said, man, I, I need to go get me a gap in my teeth. <laughs> I used to pick on her gap in her tooth all the time. I said, if this baby, if my grandbaby comes out with a gap in her teeth, we'd be fighting. But, uh, but yes, um, so because <laughs> my thing was yesterday, my daughter wasn't due till the 20th. And yesterday when, when Mama Lowe passed, it wasn't, you know, like probably, I don't know, it wasn't even that long after that, that, that we got the word that my daughter went into labor. And I'm like, all right, Mama Lowe, I get it. You got up there and said, nope, it's time to go, baby. She's like, I got to see you, got to hold you. It's time to go where you belong. And, and, and that's what's happening. So we get to receive that. So as we, as we maybe have lost a family member in the flesh today, uh, we're going to gain a family member in the flesh today. And that's how that, that's the circle of life right there. That's how that works. So, um, so man, I'm just telling you, man, I don't want to, uh, we're not going to, you know, we're going to talk about this. It's going to be there. We're, we have several, several weeks to talk about a lot of stuff, but I believe God wants us to continue moving and, and what we've been talking about. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, there are a couple things that you need to understand as we go into this. Uh, like I said, our, our, our family groups, um, <laughs> small groups just got shifted to family groups, just so you know. Um, our family groups are still meeting. Uh, they're still fresh and new. Get out there. Find them online. Go to the app. Um, next steps was today. Today we did the disc assessment. Next week we're going to teach the, the Bible study method, the three. What was that, Miss Rhonda? There it is right there, the three-question Bible study method. Next week, 9 o'clock, get here, get over there in the Annex. It's, it's almost like a Sunday school thing, but this is really good. We're going to teach you a three-question Bible study method. Uh, Miss Rhonda's going to be bringing that word to you next week. So 9 o'clock, get here early. You'll get done in time to come in here and worship, and everything's going to be good. So we're not going to steal your, your, your Sunday from you. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about is uh, it's called a walk of life. Um, and I don't know if you have anything. There it is, the walk of life. Okay, we are teaming up. We give as a church. Uh, as a church, we give to lots of things. And the River Region Pregnancy Center is one of them. And what we do is we support them because guess what? They're, they're coming against abortion, okay, is what they do. Now, what they do is they provide materials. They provide um, counseling. They provide ultrasounds. They, they provide um, everything that, 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 that moms and dads that, that weren't expecting are expecting. That's what they do, okay? So we, we come beside them as a church. They're doing a walk for life. Okay, what this is, is an opportunity for people to sign up. You can scan that code. It's, it's around other places too. Um, you, can, you can sign up to do this and get people to sponsor you. We're going to raise money for this. They're trying to raise money for the center. Uh, so how we do that is through a walk. We have a Destiny Church family. Um, you can join up. So when you, you can sign up as an individual, but it falls under the Destiny Church family. So we're covered. Uh, and every year they, they like to honor. Uh, and and, and there's some, there, there are some bragging rights out there, you know. I'm just saying, amongst some churches, there's some bragging rights. And I'm just letting you know, we've never been on that list. We've never done it before. So, so I'm a little competitive. <laughs> I, I don't like to lose. So um, if you get out there, we have stuff on our, on our website, on our app. You can click on that. You can give if you want to sponsor people. Um, we're, we're, we are going to raise money to help pour into something that's going to save lives, okay? Uh, and we're going to do more than just do the walk. We're, we're family. We're partnered with them. So they're going to be looking for uh, people to come in and counsel. They need people volunteering all the time. They're, right now, they're, um, they're, they're gathering um, um, some men. If you're, if you're a man of God and you want to pour into some young men that are going to become fathers and, and they don't know what they're doing, uh, they have an open door now for us to connect with them and do life with some young men that, that, that were hesitant and a little scared about what that looks like. Okay, and we're going to come alongside those men and pour into them and, and guide them through it. So there's all kinds of opportunities uh, for that. So 
that's out there. I wanted to talk about that because that's new and it, the walk is on the, the 6th of November. So if you want to participate in it, just sign up. All the information's out there. Go talk to the connection point. <laughs> if there's nobody there, just call Rhonda. She has all the answers. All right. Man, so um, let's just pray. Father, we love you. We love you, Lord. And we thank you. And Father, I ask you to fill me up right now with your word, Father. Fill up my heart right now. And let your words come out of my mouth, Father, and let them land on everybody's ears that need to hear them, Father. Let it sink into their hearts, Lord. Father, let it be all of you and none of me. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Man, so uh, I just really believe this morning um, that, that he wants us to keep moving in, in our foundation. We've been talking about identity and we've been talking about faith for a while. Um, and, and, and I'm going to continue to speak on faith because I think that's a powerful powerful thing that, that gets us through a lot of times especially this it's a, when I look at Mama Lowe's life faith like I've never seen a woman go through what she went through and be so faithful and joyful I mean it's just amazing so um so this is what we're supposed to talk about this is how we build this this is how we get through every single day uh, it's having faith in him and his word okay and what he says and what his promises and that's important because it changes everything it changes everything in your life is anybody it's like this. Uh, has anybody like knew someone before and then you hadn't seen them in a long time when the, when you see them again, they're like totally different. Mm-hmm. Like this year is my 30th high school reunion. And if I went there, nobody would know me. <laughs> One, I'm, I'm way more handsome. Uh, so much heavier. But, <laughs> but ultimately, nobody would know me because I'm nowhere close the person I used to be like they would not recognize me if they went on my Facebook and read what I write they wouldn't recognize me if I walked into my old town they wouldn't and it has nothing to do with me it has all to do with him okay it has all to do with him you know so when I look at that it's a um what, he, what he's taught me uh through the years is is how to 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 walk like him to talk like him to act like him, to love like him. These are all things he wants to give us. These are all things that he wants to pour into us. And when you receive that from him, you change. You, you can't stay the same. You can't. You just ultimately, you just shift. And it's a decision to say, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to listen to you. I trust you. And I'm going to walk in that. And that's where I'm going to go today. Because um, there, there, there's some stories in the Bible. And, and this is where I'm going to pick it up. I'm going... I think I gave her enough time. John, we're going to go to John 9, and I'm going to read out of the Passion in John 9. I'm going to talk about a blind man. This is where Jesus came and, and, and healed a blind man. He was born blind. Born blind. There we go. Now it's up there. Good. So I'm just going to read a little bit. I'm just going to read through the Bible a little bit, then I'll come back and we'll break it down. So it says, Afterward, As Jesus walked down the street, he noticed a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Teacher, whose sin caused this guy's blindness? His own or the sin of his parents? And Jesus answered, Neither. It happened to him so that you could watch him experience God's miracle. While I am with you, it is daytime, and we must do the works of God who sent me while the light shines. For there is coming a dark night when no one will be able to work. As long as I am with you, 
My life is the light that pierces the world's darkness. Then Jesus spat on the ground, made some clay with his saliva. Then he anointed the blind man's eyes with the clay. And he said to the blind man, Now go and wash the clay from your eyes in a ritual pool of, is it psyllium? 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 Siloam. There we go. I've been waiting. I wasn't going to ask you. I was going to ask you while I was up here. Just... <laughs> Because I would have forgot by the time you told me. Siloam. Got it. So he went and washed his face. And as he came back, he could see for the first time in his life. This caused quite a stir among the people of the neighborhood, for they noticed the blind beggar was now seen. They began to say to one another, Isn't this the blind man who once sat and begged? Some said, no, it can't be him. Others said, but it looks just like him. It has to be him. All the while, the man kept insisting, I am the man who was blind. Finally, they asked him, what has happened to you? And he replied, I met the man named Jesus. He rubbed clay on my eyes and said, go to the pool named Siloam, <laughs> whatever and wash so I went and while I was washing the clay from my eyes I began to see for the very first time ever I'm going to stop there so come on what a story what a story that, that, that he put in there to show us the difference father can make in your life and it represents probably everybody in this room at some point and if it doesn't represent you yet it can Okay, but, but this, is, this is the meaning of this is that some people are just blind and we're blind to all kinds of things. We have spiritual blindness. There, there's blindness. There's all kinds of stuff you can be blind to in your life. And he says, if you'll just allow me to come close, man, and let me wash your eyes. Just let me touch you. Just be close enough to me so, so that I can touch you. And you're going to be able to see. And you'll be able to see things that you never, ever thought you could ever see. So I'm going to break this down today a little bit because this is what God was giving me, and it's been an honor to have Brother Rick at my house uh, this weekend. He came in from uh, Charlotte and uh, has been staying there. Man, what a good weekend, brother. We, we've been worshiping and, and, and reading the Word and sharing, and um, my house is just a— man, I absolutely love the fact that, 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 that I can worship in my home, and you can feel it when you're in there. Um, and I'm telling you, your home should feel like that. You shouldn't wait for Sunday to, 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 to worship, man. You should be taking this back to your home so when you walk in the door, something changes, man. Something, when people come to visit, when they walk in, they go, man, there's something different. Like, there's, there's something different here. Why? Because that's, we, we live there. He lives there. He dwells in our house. And why? And he dwells within us. So, so as we bring that out and we just go home and we do everything that we want to do which is spend time with him man it changes the atmosphere where you're at same thing that happens in here on sunday morning you come in here sunday morning and you'll just see the atmosphere shift you can you can have that in your home and, and you should so you should be working on that as a family but i want to read this it says at the beginning it says afterward as jesus walked down the street he noticed a blind man from birth so after what so this is right after if you go to the verse before it this is right after jesus tells him I am. <laughs> he says, I am. Just like the I am he says in the burning bush to Moses. 
Jesus looks at these Pharisees and people and says, no, who am I? I am. And they're like, they're like, kill him. <laughs> like, you can't do that. And he says, no, I am. And I'm here. It's like telling people, like, good luck. Because I am the one in present right now. Uh, I am. And because of that, they wanted to stone him, and he mysteriously gets out of there. So in other words, he has the ability to leave when everybody's going to just kill him. So the story picks up where he has just left the crowd. They weren't able to touch him. And he shows up here. So this is the afterwards. So now he's walking down the street, and it says he noticed a blind man from birth. He noticed it. He noticed the blind man. The blind man didn't cry out to him. The, the blind man's from birth. He didn't cry out to Jesus. He didn't seek him at church. He didn't go to all his friends and say, show me this man. Jesus found him. Jesus went to where he was and said, I noticed him. I noticed him. So what I'm telling you is that he notices you. You don't have to seek him out. You don't have to say, well, I didn't get to church this week, so I'm just going to dwell in everything that's around me. He says, I see you. I walk with you. I love you that much that I'm not going to leave your side, so I see you in all your hurt. I see you in all your blindness. I see your spiritual blindness. Man, and he, and he weeps for us. Our Father weeps for us. You know, it's just like your kids. You know, you, you, you don't like your kids wandering around without guidance. You weep for them. You, you, you guide them. You give them words of encouragement. And, when, and when, they, when, they, when they're walking away from that, you weep as a parent. You weep as a parent. Because you're trying to guide them in the right direction. And here you see Jesus, and he notices this blind man from birth. Hmm. All right. It just brings me back to days. Um, like he found me in my blindness. Like he saw all my, all my dirt. He saw everything in my life. And he found me. He found me. And he opened my eyes. He opened them. And what he's saying is, man, I see you. I see you. And if you'll just follow me, if you'll just listen to what I say, if you'll just trust me, if you'll just have faith, man, I'm going to open your eyes. He opened my eyes, y'all. Like he opened my eyes. He took something that, it's so funny because the story says that he puts mud on this guy's eyes. But man, in my life, he took the mud off it. Because I was completely covered. And he says, let me show you. This blind man had no clue. He, he doesn't know anything that's going on. He has no expectation. Zero expectation of what even things look like. He's been blind since birth. Some of you are blind right now because you have no expectation because you can't see what God wants to do in your life. You're not looking at it. And he says, man, if you could just see, man, if you could just have a little bit of faith and, and see what I have for you we can change the world I think of Mama Lo and she was blind once too <laughs> right? I'm sure she didn't see everything she was going to touch everybody she was going to touch I'm telling you I've never met somebody who knows more people in my life 
What's funny is all the pictures I see with Mama Loa, she's eating. <laughs> so I said, you know, heaven's fuller today. The refrigerator's empty. Because <laughs> she's feasting. But here's the thing. Like, you know, I don't think we'd be willing to walk into something if God shows us exactly what it would be. Because it takes a lot of faith to do what he asks you to do. But we're all blind, and here he finds them. <laughs> what I love is that he didn't leave me stranded. It wasn't like he just showed up and said, here's your one opportunity. Take it or leave it. He says, man, you're a mess. And I love you. And if you'll just, if you'll just let me rub this on your eyes and you'll go wash it in the pool, man, you're going to see stuff that you never, ever, ever thought you could see. And that's what he wants to do with us. It doesn't matter what level you're at. We all have a level of blindness because we're all not seeing the way he wants us to see. So whatever level you're at, he says, lose the blindness because I got something better for you. Right, Dana? I got something better for you. We're not going to be blind anymore. He doesn't want you to walk around blind anymore. You're at a level of blindness because you think you're comfortable. And he says, I'm going to make you uncomfortable. But it's going to be so good. Man, if you'll just... If you'll just trust me, if you just trust me, have a little faith in what I want to do in your life, I'm going to open your eyes to something even better. And he does that each step of the way. Every level we get to, you'll go through this stage where you go, what's next, Lord? And he says, open your eyes. Like, trust me. And just let me guide you. So I love this. In verse 2, it just keeps going. It says, his disciples asked him, teacher, whose sin caused this guy's blindness? his own or the sin of his parents and jesus answered neither it happened to him so that you could watch him experience god's miracle see see back then people believed it was in deuteronomy uh it says it was a curse so it says that if the, the bible says if you don't obey the lord then you'll get curses and one of them was blindness so they're living in the old they're living out of the law that was taught to them so everybody thought this guy's blind because he's cursed because he didn't obey god so they left him alone. No one wanted to be around him. Nobody wanted to talk to him. Nobody wanted to give him a hug. They thought he was blind because of something he did. The good part is it doesn't matter what you think or what other people think. Because the Lord says you're mine. I made you. I created you. And I'm coming to you. And I'll find you. Because it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. And it's so cool that it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. Like, all around you, it doesn't matter. People you work with, even the people in your family. It doesn't matter what anybody says about you. Jesus has a different name for you. Called my beloved, my son, my daughter. Right? No longer what everybody else calls you. And he says, I have a purpose and plan. Let me open your eyes. I don't care what people think. And all we have to do is have faith to walk into it. Just walk into it. But, you know, we get upset. We get frustrated when things happen in life. Because we're human. We want to know why. You know, people I'm sure back then were saying, and his parents, I'm sure his parents were saying, why is my child blind? You know, we, we say, you know, bad things happen to good people all the time. Why? You know, we look at people like Mama Lo, who's, Come on. Like, you couldn't find a better person. 
with a bigger heart. And you're like, why? I believe wholeheartedly that, that we're all on a mission. <laughs> and when he sends us here on a mission, he's waiting for us to say yes to everything we're supposed to say yes to. And he's a jealous God. And at some point he goes, I want you back. Like, you're not supposed to stay that long. Like, like it's time. He's jealous for you. He loves you that much that he sent you here on a mission. And at some point he goes, but now it's time to come back to me because I'm your father. He's jealous. And he loves you. So he wants you back. And we don't know when that is. All we can do is keep saying yes. All we can do is keep saying whatever you want, Lord, whatever you want, Lord, whatever you want. And eventually there'll come a time when he goes, it's time to come back for eternity. See, we get so caught up in this little dot called now that we think this is everything. This is just a stopping point. We're just here for a second. That's it. And we're supposed to make a difference. Like, you're not here to just walk this thing out and be by yourself and just do life. You're here because he made you. And he made you with a purpose. And he said, I, I brought you here. Now do what I ask you to do because we've got a lot of lives to change. We, we've got a lot of people that need to hear the gospel. We have a lot of people that need to see these miracles. We have a lot of people that need to get out of their darkness and into the light. He says, so quit sitting still. I need you to do something about it. Because we're wasting time. We're wasting time. Mama Lo was a miracle. She was. I mean, come on. She, she, was, she was diagnosed with something that usually takes nine weeks. We got her for a year, y'all. Like, come on. That's a blessing right there. And anybody in here that she was part of your life, you got blessed. And you get to walk around now with something that nobody else can have that, that, that they've never met her. You got the joy and, and the peace that, that, that she has, that she deposited in you. You know how powerful that is, that she was able to deposit something in you that you can carry. It's a legacy that you get to carry with you. And we didn't lose her. Right? We're going to go see her. <laughs> We're going to rejoice together. Okay? And we, we need and we need to celebrate that. Her life was a blessing. And she suffered some. But you know what's cool is her faith outweighed her circumstance. You know how many circumstances drive us into the ground when we let it? Didn't do that to her. Not one bit. Three weeks ago we were joking and laughing. And when I made her family pastor. <laughs> She'd been begging me for that for about three years. She goes, you know I'm the family pastor. I, I pour into families, not just kids. And I was like, yeah, Mama Lo, I got it, but you're the children's pastor. And then three weeks ago when I showed up, I said, man, the Lord just put it on my heart. I just said, Mama Lo, you're now the, you're, you're the family pastor. She just started smiling and crying, and she was like, it's about time. Like I told you, that's like all our conversations we've ever had. I told you. Like, like everything that, everything that happens good. She goes, I told you that was going to happen. I'm like, I know, Mama Lou. But her faith was at a whole nother level. Okay? And that's where he wants us. We need to trust him blindly. This man, the blind guy, he trusted a voice. He trusted the word of God. He didn't know who it was. He didn't see him walking up and he was glowing. He goes, that must be Jesus. The guys came up, 
right in his face. It doesn't say they had dialogue. He didn't say, hey, man, how you doing, brother? I'm Jesus, uh, and I'm here to let you see. He literally spit in the dirt, made a mud pie, and threw it on his face. And this guy had faith to walk that out. This guy was like, you must be Jesus. And think of that. for some of us we need to see that miracle you know some people are you know i need to see it to believe it there's a lot of christians out there that that say well when i see a miracle i'll start believing well man wake up and open your eyes every day is a miracle and we're looking at the sunrise this morning it's a miracle god's creation looking at the sunset last night god's creation man starbucks coffee god's creation there's miracles everywhere everywhere There's creations everywhere. Verse 4 says, while I am with you. See, I love this. So let's, I'll read a little faster so you can see. So it says, Jesus answered, neither. Um, it happened to him so that you could watch him experience God's miracle. So here these people are complaining. These people are upset. They want to know, like, what did this guy do? And he says, it's all so you could believe. He says, it's so you'll believe. So did this guy suffer being blind? Yeah, but he had no other expectation. He doesn't know what it's like to see anything. But he says, it's happened so that you will believe. So sometimes we got to look at things and go, man, why, why did Mama Lo have to go through this for a year? Why so we believe? Some things are so you'll believe. So that you'll believe that, that, that he is so great that he would let her stay with us for a year. Even though he's a jealous God. Think about that. Hmm. I mean, what if that's the whole purpose, that we were supposed to experience something that only Father could do? We don't like to believe that. Sometimes we get sour about things and, and we get down about things and we forget. We, we lose perspective. Like I said earlier, we lose perspective. And we start looking at the bad and not the good, man. When every day, every day I can look at the good. Every day I can look at my wife and say, she kept me. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Without her, I can't even get dressed in the morning. Let alone find my bed at night. (laughs) I'd be sleeping on the couch every night. Man. So he keeps going in verse 4. It says, while I'm with you, it is daytime. And we must do the works of God who sent me while the light shines. <laughs> For there will be, there is a time coming, or a time, yeah, there is coming a dark night when no one will be able to work. As long as, as I am with you, my life is the light that pierces the world's darkness. Come on. This is the mission I'm talking to you about. Jesus knew. So I'm here on a mission. And I'm here for a short period of time. So get out of my way. (laughs) Like, I got stuff to do. I got miracles. Like, my father sent me on a mission, and we're going to reach the world. You're part of it. Right? But he knew he was on a mission because he said, I am the light. You know, we can go all the way back. He is the light. He is the false light. He's the light. He is the I am. He came into the dark world and said, I'm only here for a short bit. 
There'll be a time when I'm not here. And I believe that that time is when we step up. He said, because we're all sons and daughters. He's a brother of ours. We carry that in us. We are sons of king, of a king. We are sons and daughters. We carry the same power that he has. And he says, guess what? I might not be the light, but you're supposed to be. And you're going to be on a mission. So don't sit around in your dark spot. Get out there. You're on a mission. Quit wasting time. And let's change the world. He says, I'm not, I'm not there. He goes, I've got a time. He knew his time was going to be short. But he said, after that, it's up to you. So we all have that choice to make each and every day when we wake up. What are we going to do? We're going to look at our circumstances. I can wake up every day, look at my bank account and say, all right, Lord, <laughs> help me. And I can sit there and just be like, seriously? Or I can wake up and go, you know what? Thank you, Lord. I can bless somebody today. Thank you, Lord. But, man, we get so caught up in all that other stuff that doesn't even matter. It doesn't take any money to walk up and hug somebody. It doesn't take any, any bit of money to walk up and, and just love on somebody. It doesn't take a nice car. It doesn't take a nice house. It doesn't take any of that stuff. It takes a heart big enough to love like he loves. That's all it takes. That's our mission each and every day. How much can you love? Let that be your challenge every single day. How much can you love other people? Hmm. It says, then my favorite part, then Jesus spat on the ground and made some clay with his saliva. Then he anointed the blind man's eyes with the clay. And he said to the blind man, now go and wash the clay from your eyes in the ritual pool. Salome. So he went and washed his face, and when he came back, he could see for the first time in his life. Think about this. This is the same dust that we're made from. Go all the way back. God breathed into dust, breathed us into life. And here you see Jesus say, I'm going to pick up the same dust, but now I'm going to spit into it. My DNA is going into it. It's not just the breath. It's part of me is going into that dirt. And he rubbed it on his eyes. What's that? That's right. Woo, come on. Come on. There you go. Same word as the mantle. Man. Man, I got lost. That's good. <laughs> and this is it. He's just got to have faith in his voice. He tells him to go somewhere. This guy don't know how to. I mean, he'll probably figure it out. He's been blind his whole life. But he says, go somewhere. Right? Gets on him. Says, go. Now go wash. And this guy had to have faith in his word. No expectations. So his faith took him to another level this day. Because he don't know who's, who he's talking to. And he says, I got to have faith just to trust you that much. To go wash it. You know, in that pool that he washes it in, if you actually look that up, um, it's the same word used for apostle. It's sent. 
He goes, so I need you to go wash your eyes in the pool of scent. Why? Because I'm sending you. I'm sending you. When this changes your life, I am sending you out into a world to show, share your testimony, tell people about what I've done in your life, to praise his name. You'll see that as we go through this all the way down. He goes, you're going to tell people all about me and your miracle. I'm sending you. He goes, so go wash your, your face in the, in the pool of scent. Hmm. Come on. So what are you blind to in your life right now? What are you blind to? What's stopping you from going to the pool of scent? What is it? You need to search your heart because there's some stuff out there that's stopping you from walking in what he wants you to walk in. There's stuff that, that you know, he's already put the mud on your eyes. He's already found you. You know how I know? Because you're here. You're searching for something more. He's already put the mud on your eyes, and he said, go find the pool. You're searching. But you need to understand what you're blind to. What is it you're not seeing? What is it that's stopping you from seeing? And usually, if, think about this. Usually, if you cover your eyes with something, it makes you blind. And he says, I want you to remove the blindness. I need you to go wash in the pool of scent and remove it. So what is it that's stopping you? What is it that's stopping you from seeing what God wants you to see? Man, think there's all kinds of stuff. We deal with all kinds of stuff in this world. We have all kinds of envy and all kinds of stuff, and, and we think that this is that and this is that, and you think I need to go do this so I can do this, and that's just too much work, so I won't do that now. And, and all these things that stop us that we allow, that we make a decision in our life to say, I'm not going to go that far. I'm not willing to do that. And he says, but if you'll just do it, I'll wash your eyes. And then you'll see what I'm trying to show you. You know, some of us, we like to, to wash the mud off and then put the mud back on. This is makeup. This ain't something you take off at night and put back on in the morning. Once it's off, it's off. Let it stay off. He says, wash your face. Wash your eyes. Trust me. Have faith enough to listen to me and trust me. And I'll show you something that you've never seen before. I'll open a door that's never been opened. I'll give you power that you never thought you could have. I'll give you courage that you never thought you could have. Hmm. What are you not willing to surrender to get there? Because there's some stuff stopping you that might be stuff that's been out of your control. But what is it that you, you have taken on? What baggage are you wearing? What, what backpack did you put on your back this morning that you're carrying that you're like, I'm just not willing to give that up. And because you're not willing to give it up, he can't show you the next level. Man, what I love about this guy is he, had to, he couldn't just have faith. He had to do something with it. He had to physically do something. It wasn't just, all right, Lord, I love you, and he got faith. He did have faith. But that's not what healed him. His faith didn't heal him. His, his faith got him to the pool that healed him. He had to actually physically do something. And don't get this wrong. Like, you don't have to do that for salvation and all that stuff. But with faith, 
You can have faith in the Lord. He can touch your life. He can change you, and you can sit on your couch for the rest of your life and not touch another single person. He says, but if you want to experience what I want you to experience, you're going to have to do something. You have to move your feet. Even when you don't see something. Even when it doesn't feel right, I need you to keep moving. Even when it's the worst day in the world, I need you to get up and keep moving. I need you to keep moving in faith, believing in me, believing in my promises, believing in what I want to do in your life. Because until you take your last breath, there's one more opportunity. There's one more person you can talk to. There's one more life that can be changed. There's one more person that can hear about him. We don't know when that day is. what I love about this is that he had such a transformation that people didn't recognize him. They didn't know him anymore. Who is that guy? I think it's this guy, but I'm not sure. Why? Because he looked totally different. Want a good transformation in your life? Trust in him. He'll take everything you look like now and nobody will be able to recognize you. I'm telling you, I couldn't, I could walk in my town right now that I grew up in and I don't think anybody would recognize me. And granted, I have, like I said, I lost some hair and stuff. I look a little different. But they wouldn't find me in the same places they used to find me. <laughs> They'd be like, what are you doing here? You can't be that guy. And this guy here has been healed, and people don't know who he is. <laughs> Think about this. He washed his face, which is just so symbolic of washing away your sins. So you go wash Allow him to wash away your sins, everything you've dealt with in your life, everything you've been dealing with. He goes, just trust me and wash it away. Let me wash it away for you. <laughs> this clay, like I said, this clay he washes off, it can blind a person, make them not see. And I think that's how some people take the Bible. There's a lot of people that uh, they don't come to church because they think it restricts you. They're like, oh, man, you go to, how do you handle church? Like, you don't get to do anything fun. I'm like, what church do you go to? <laughs> like, like, what God do you serve? Because I'm living a great life, man. Like, like, I feel loved. I've got a huge family. I'm like, the church I go to, man, there's love and life and joy and peace. But people are like, yeah, but look at all the rest. What are you talking about? Oh, the big restriction. Yeah, what's the biggest one? Love people like I loved you. Yeah, that's a huge restriction, bro. Like, I got to love everybody. Think about it. But people will read through the Bible and they'll be like, but I can't do this and I can't do this. <laughs> Which to them is a struggle because they're caught in it. We, we get to not do those things because it's a joy. We don't do them because we can't do them. We just don't do them because we're joyful enough that we don't need them. Because most of the things people do is all about trying to find satisfaction in something, trying to be filled up with something, trying to find joy in something. And he says, I'm the something. And when you get to know him, you don't need any of the other stuff. You don't need it and you don't want it. So for them, it says in verse 8, it says, This caused quite a stir among the people in the neighborhood, for they noticed the blind beggar was now seen. They began to say to one another, Isn't this the blind man who once sat and begged? I mean, come on, they're looking at this. They're like jealous. Like, isn't this that guy? How can he see and I can't? Why? Because of your attitude. 
That's why. You can't have a cookie. <laughs> you were bad today. You got a bad attitude. Unless Mama Lowe's around, she'll sneak you one. <laughs> and just love on you, baby. But some said, no, it can't be him. Others said, but it looks just like him. It has to be him. And all the while, the man kept insisting, like, I'm the man who was blind. <laughs> like, I could go home and be like, I'm DJ. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> I swear I am. I'm the same guy, but totally different. Like, I was that guy, but I'm not anymore. Man, this is what's going on here. Because when you get filled up with the love of God, man, you're not going to be the same. You can't stay the same. He changes everything. Changes everything. People aren't going to recognize you. <laughs> and it changes how you see everything. See, it changes how people see you, but it changes how you see everything. Guess what? You just don't see things the same way. When you think somebody is being rude to you, you just think somebody just needs a lot of love. That's, that's just how it is. I'm like, oh. When you before you'd get offended at something, now you're just like, man, I love you. Can I bless you? You just realize you don't need to get offended anymore. Because what do you get out of that? Nothing. Come on. Changes how you see things. You don't blow up at people anymore at football games. <laughs> I'm preaching now. Come on, I'm preaching now. Uh, scream at anybody. <laughs> he says, go to the next verse. <laughs> Man. <laughs> that was from the heart, too, let me tell you. Come <laughs> on. Think about this, though, man. He, this guy met a man named Jesus. That's what he says. I met a man named Jesus. And we're going to walk through this over the next couple of weeks. I'll keep going in it. But you'll see how this transforms from a man named Jesus to a prophet to the Son of God. Talk about faith walk right there. That's our faith walk, y'all. Because when you run into him the first time, you're like, I met a guy named Jesus. You have no clue at that point, but you're just going to have faith to walk this thing out. And as you walk it out, guess what? Man, he starts appearing in all different ways. It changes what you see. It changes how you think. Man, can, yes, whew, come on. Can, can you imagine seeing what he sees? Come on, that, that, that's, my, my goal would be to walk around and see with the eyes of Jesus. See the people that need prayer. Man, see the people that need love. And be able to walk up to them and just love on them and give them what they need. See the people that are hurting. Because, man, people will hide that. They'll put, they'll put mud all over their face to hide that. There's people walking with a smile on, and underneath that smile is just a lot of pain. And you're hanging on to the one thing they need, love. But you can't see it. See, but he'll open your eyes that way. If you just trust him, if you have a little bit of faith, keep trusting him, man, he's going to open your eyes to that. Come on, the faith of a mustard seed. That's what I'm talking about. Whew. So, yeah, this guy had no clue what he was missing until he actually saw it. And then he was pretty joyful. <laughs> this guy's like, no, it's me. 
But I'm thinking he's running in circles at this point. Because he's like, this is awesome. <laughs> this is amazing. Could you imagine seeing it for the first time? Because you have. And if you haven't, man, you can. And you can open your eyes up and, and, and see what he sees. Man. Dang. Changes how you think. Mm, I love this in verse 10. It just says, finally, they asked him, what has happened to you? Like, what has happened to you, man? Something's different. This is opportunity. And he replied, I met the man named Jesus. <laughs> now, if this doesn't sound great to these guys, he's like, and he rubbed clay in my eyes and said, go to the pool of Siloam, 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 whatever, and wash. But then the three biggest words right after that, words you need to hang on to, says, so I went. He said, he talked to me. He gave me what I needed to do. He told me to do something, but nothing happened until so I went. And when I actually did it, when I went in faith and did what he asked me to do, I could see. That's what he's saying. Three big words. So I went. And while I was washing the clay from my eyes, I began to see for the first time ever. Hmm. So are you willing to do what he's asking you to do? That's big. Are you willing, when he's telling you to do something, do you have the faith to say yes? Do you have the faith to, so I went? <laughs> do you have the faith to went? Because <laughs> that can be your story. People can run into you and go, you're different. What happened to you? <laughs> Met a man named Jesus. And he told me to do this, so I went. And because of that, I see differently. Because of that, I feel differently. Because of that, I talk differently. Because of that, I walk differently. Because of that, I love differently. Man, we ain't got a problem in this world about, about all the stuff that's going on. The biggest problem in the world is love. And we can't get the love until you clean your face until you wash your eyes, until you receive it from him. And he says, guess what? I'll give you something that will change the way you see. If you just trust me. If you just have the faith to walk in it. So, man, I believe that today. And I believe as we sit here and we honor Mama Lo, we remember her. Man, I look at, I look at all the so she went. That woman had so many stories of so I went. That's crazy. Like you talked to her and she didn't have a house, so I went. <laughs> they gave me a house. I'm like, how does that work, Mama Lo? She goes, I needed a car, so I went. <laughs> Got a car. <laughs> I mean, everywhere she went, he showed up. Everything she touched, he showed up. And she saw with a different sight. She saw everybody with love. She says, I'm going to love you. I don't care what you look like. I don't care how old you are. That's why she fought me so hard. I'm not a children's pastor. I love everybody. I know you do, Mama Lou. Man. And we can see that same way. Let her be a legacy. 
Let her deposit in you make a difference. We can learn from that. We can have faith like she has. Because she's rejoicing right now. She is, she is back to where she's at the finish line. She did. She walked the good fight. She, she, she fought the good fight. She walked this life out. And now she's rejoicing and celebrating. Man, we can celebrate too. Man. So that can be us. Amen. Come on, you guys get something today? Come on. He's so good. He's so good. So, man, I just believe today that um, there's some people here, you're still blind. We're all blind at some level. So don't leave here blind. You might have come in blind in something. And I'm not saying that it's a blindness from not knowing him. I'm saying it's a blindness in your walk with him. And there are some people here that are blind to him. They don't even know. They haven't received him. They haven't said, you know, I want you into my heart. They haven't welcomed him in. They don't have the faith to trust him. He's been standing there wiping mud on your face for years. And we're not doing anything about it. So I don't want you to leave the same way you came this morning. I want to pray for you. And we'll have prayer partners up here at the end of service. And I want you to come up. If he's speaking to you today and you're just like, you know what? I need to get to that next level. I want that next level of faith. I've got some stuff that I've just got to get off. Get off my eyes. You can come up here. We want to pray for you later on. And for those that, man, you need to know him. You need to welcome him into your heart. You need to allow him to start speaking to you things that only he can speak to. You got to have faith enough to trust him. Let him come up and just, man, just wipe your eyes off. Clean you. So you can walk in faith. You can walk in what he wants you to do. Because that's what it's about. You know, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For as by grace you've been saved through faith. It's not from yourself. It's, it's not from yourself. It's from the gift of God. Not by works so that nobody can boast. I'm telling you, it's not the same thing. A lot of people believe that you've got to do everything that the Old Testament tells you to do. You don't. You've got to have faith. You've got to believe in him. You got to have faith in what he says. That's it. If you don't believe it, ask the guy that was hanging next to Jesus. Because he didn't have time to do anything else. All the other stuff is great. All the other stuff can add to your life. But all you got to do is believe in him. And that's for you this morning. Nobody else can do that for you. You just got to gotta walk in that. That's it. There's no prayer that can get that for you. I don't need to sit up here and have you repeat a prayer because that's not going to do it. That's a decision you're going to make in your heart. You can do that today, and you can walk out of here with sight, brand new sight, trying to see what, what, what he wants you to do in your life. So if that's you, receive that this morning. Believe that this morning. And let us know. If you're making that decision, if you said, you know what, that's it, let us know. You can come up and talk to a prayer partner. We'd love to pray for you. We'd love to talk with you. Um, you can fill out a Connect card and let us know. Because we do have next. We want to walk you through this. There are, there are steps. And what that is, it's called discipleship. We do life together. We're, we're going to walk this thing out together. So.
You got something to say, Kevin? Is that what it was? That's the prayer party. If you're a prayer partner, you can come up. We'd love to have you up here. Thank you, Kev. I was just getting ready to come down and pray for him. That's it. <laughs> Clean your eyes, Kevin. <laughs> but guys, this is your, your opportunity. So believe that in your heart. Walk out of here fresh and new today because he wants to do something in your life that you've never experienced before because we're all blind to certain things. So, so we'll do it together. We'll walk through it together as a family. So it's go time. Right now, it's baby time. Come on. Boy, he has a timing for me. We didn't have a clock back there. He finished before it was done. Come on, Father. Touch her right now, Father God, right where she's at. Father, make this easy. Make this safe. Make this, Father, let, let this be something completely new, Father God. Woo, come on, holy. Touch my grandbaby right now, Father God. Come on, touch my daughter right now. Remove every bit of pain. Touch my son-in-law right now. Let him experience what it's like to be a father. Come on, holy. Be with them right now. Walk them through this. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Come on. All right, brother. Love you, man. Amen. I had to um, come kick Pastor off. <laughs> no, we love you, Pastor DJ. We love you. Congratulations. We're so excited and happy for you guys to be grandparents. Uh, it's just awesome. All right. Hey, listen, thank you for coming today. This is the uh, time in our service where we, uh, we do offering. Uh, and if you're new today, this isn't for you. Uh, if you'd like to worship with us, absolutely you may, and, and we'd be honored if you did. Uh, but this is for everybody that calls Destiny Church home uh, and everybody that wants to worship with us in our giving and our tithes. Um, our ushers will be at the doors, and, and you can give as you're leaving. Uh, and so we're just grateful for everything that's been going on at Destiny Church. We're grateful for you, for every single person in here. We're grateful for you. We can't do life and ministry and everything that comes with, you know, Destiny Church without you guys. Okay, it does not happen without you guys. You know, the Pregnancy Resource Center and, and us giving to so many people. Just so you guys know, we give to a ton of different people and organizations. And it's not us, it's you. You're, you're impacting your city, your county, the, the state, the country, and the nation. You really are. So are your kids. Now, I, I told you guys last week about the kids raising up money for, for the kids in Kenya, Africa, you know, and, and them finishing, and not just getting that, but being excited about it. And like Pastor DJ said, you know, Mama Lo raised them right. <laughs> She instilled in them a spirit that, hey, it does not matter what your age is. The Holy Spirit can use you. And that's why our kids are so powerful. They're not afraid. They're not scared. And so we're just grateful for a legacy, a legacy that she's left. And like I told a couple of you guys, you know, as she 
I, I believe firmly that she's passed on the torch. You know, and, and like Pastor DJ said, now it's our time to go, to pick up that flame, to pick up that torch and continue the good work. You know, if you didn't know, I've actually shared this before, but I'm almost done. I promise, Pastor DJ. Uh, I've shared this before, though, but when Mama Lo first, they first told her that she had stage four cancer and she had like 30 days to live, which was like a year ago. You know, she walked into that doctor's office and she was so full of joy that she was able to share Jesus Christ with that doctor. And I remember she called me. She was so excited. And she was like, he said he had all these different gods, but that he, he didn't have a God that, that had so much joy. And he wanted to know who my God was because he, I was so full of, joy, full, full of joy. That's what Mama Lo was saying to me. And <laughs> Mama Lo, as, you know, awesome as she is, she's like, you don't need all them gods. All you need is my one God. And she is so right. All we need is Jesus. You guys, go ahead and stand to your feet. We're going to pray for the offering as we get ready to give and to close. Father God, we thank you this morning for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, your love, your power. God, we thank you. You're so, so good. God, we thank you for our family. We thank you for a new addition to our family, God. We thank you for, for Mama Lo, God. And we thank you because you're hugging her and, and, and having to put up with her. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hug her for us, God. Hug her for us. God, we just love you. We thank you. God, we choose to rejoice in our suffering. And we choose to bring joy to the world, God. We thank you, Father. We love you. And we, we choose to worship right now with our giving, with our tithes and our offerings. God, we, we thank you. We know that you're going to use it in a mighty way. God, I bless your people now, Father. In the name of Jesus, your word says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Holy Spirit of God, I ask you in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, that you would comfort every person in this place, no matter what they're going through. Holy Spirit, would you fill them up? Fill them up right now, Holy Spirit. Comfort them. Bring them peace that surpasses all understanding right now. God, give us a joy that cannot be contained. Give us a joy that cannot be contained. Fill us with your love. In Jesus' mighty name, God, I thank you. I bless your people. I pray that your angels go before them, all around them, that they would get to their destination safely, Father God. I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said, amen. Hey, I love you guys. God bless you. Uh, don't forget that the ushers are at the doors so you can give, and our prayer partners are still up here. So if you need prayer, don't be afraid. Please come up here. We love you guys. See you next week.